Hello and welcome back to the Politics Unboxed podcast. My name is Reese, and today it's going to be another slightly shorter episode. Still not quite feeling myself, but I'm going to put together a mini episode anyhow. And it's going to be on two stories. Uh, number one, the alterations made uh, yesterday to the UK's travel list. And number two, uh, a rather sad story. That for the first time in 40 years, deaths have outnumbered births for the last uh, the last year. Um So, without any further ado, for fear of sneezing or sniffling, uh, it's time to get on with today's episode of the Politics Unboxed podcast. So, yes, let's kick off today's podcast by talking about the travel restrictions, which have been on a traffic light system for uh, a little while now, and Grant Shapps was on the media yesterday talking about uh, the traffic light systems and changes that are going to be happening to them. Um, Grant Shapps, of course, the Secretary of State for Transport for uh, for the United Kingdom. And now this means that the green list is going to be extended to 16 different places, and that means that people will not have to quarantine upon returning from those places as of 4am on the 30th of June. So what, just five days away. Um, And those additions to the green list, uh, or rather uh, the whole of the green list, are Anguilla, Antigua and Barbuda, Australia, the Balearic Islands, that's Formentera, Ibiza, Mallorca and Menorca, Barbados, Bermuda, the British Antarctic Territory, not quite sure that's a popular summer holiday destination, the British Virgin Islands, Brunei, the Cayman Islands, Dominica, uh, or Dominica even, uh, the Falkland Islands, the Faroe Islands, Gibraltar, Grenada, Iceland, Israel and Jerusalem, uh, Madeira, Malta, Montserrat, New Zealand, Pitcairn, Henderson, Ducey and the Oino Islands, Singapore, South Georgia and the Sandwich Islands, St Helena, Ascension and Tristan da Cunha, and the Turks and Caicos Islands. And of those... Um, Anguilla, Antigua and Barbuda, the Balearics, um, Barbados, Bermuda, British Antarctic, British Indian Ocean Territory, British Virgin Islands, Cayman Islands, Dominica, Grenada, <coughs> Madeira, Malta, Montserrat, Pitcairn, Henderson, Ducey and Oino, and Turks and Caicos are all additions. Um, as regards Israel and Jerusalem, are they are on something called a green watch list, which are a, a list of areas at risk of moving from green to amber, so just be careful on that. And of course, Within Ireland, the United Kingdom, the Channel Islands, and the Isle of Man, you do not need to take a COVID test or quarantine on arrival in England if you're travelling within those nations. Now, um, this means that it is now an expanded green list, and hospitality companies are welcoming that. Uh, The travel industry are welcoming those additions, but they are urging the government to go further. Um, And... This means that all these uh, additions are now going to be allowing no test, no quarantine. Well, you're still recommended to take a test, but it is not mandatory, uh, and no quarantine upon arrival. Um, In fact, I did actually misspeak earlier. Uh, Grant Shapps added that all of the additions to the green list, with the exception of Malta, have also been added to the green watch list, meaning they are at risk of moving back to amber. So that's all of the additions except Malta and now Israel and Jerusalem. Um, 
Additional to this, the Department for Transport has said that there is a plan to allow fully vaccinated people to arrive from amber list countries without having to quarantine, um, which is expected to take place in phases, starting with UK residents travelling from those. Um, And also, in the coming weeks or however it is, the Department is intending to remove guidance people should not travel to amber countries and undertake clinical advice on whether regular testing could provide a safe alternative to quarantine for children accompanied by vaccinated adults. And these uh, will be set out in detail next month, including rules for children and those unable to be vaccinated, uh, as as well as dates changes will come into effect. Now, this is because overall, the case rate in the countries um, that are affected by this list are are falling rapidly and are now substantially below the United Kingdom. Uh, Spain, one of the higher ones on there, is under half of the United Kingdom's daily case rate in terms of total cases per 100,000 people. And this is measured in the week up to the 23rd of June. Um, Grant Schrapp said, quote, we are moving forward with efforts to safely reopen international travel this summer and thanks to the success of our vaccination programme, we're now able to consider removing the quarantine period for fully vaccinated UK arrivals from amber countries, showing real signs of progress. It's right that we continue with this cautious approach to protect public health and the vaccine rollout as our top priority, while ensuring that our route out of the international travel restrictions is sustainable. Um, Now this, I must stress, is in his official capacity of um, Secretary of State for Transport for England, because as health has devolved matter, uh, the other devolved nations have not yet made their decisions on this. Uh, Although I say that, one of them has. Um, Elunid Morgan, who's Wales' Minister for Health and Social Services, has said, quote, Our message is clear. This is the year to holiday at home. We're calling on people to only travel overseas for essential reasons. So a bit of a split within the uh, home nations, uh, but Grant Shapps laying out the plans for for English travellers. Now, what's the reaction been across Europe? Well, very much the case that whilst we say you can go and come back fine, uh, it is very much up to the countries, if it is indeed a different country to which you'd be travelling, as to whether or not Uh, they will let you in. For example, uh, if you wanted to go to um, Germany, perhaps, or anywhere in the European Union, uh, you might have to hold your horses, because German Chancellor Angela Merkel has suggested that all EU countries should make British travellers quarantine on arrival to slow the spread of the Delta variant, which the EU sees as very prevalent in the United Kingdom, and the data does support that. Uh, Angela Merkel told the German Parliament, uh, the Bundestag, in our country, if you come from Great Britain, you have to go into quarantine. That's not the case in every European country, and that's what I would like to see. As well as that, French President Emmanuel Macron has spoken of his concern about the spread of the Delta variant, saying, quote, we should all be vigilant because the Delta variant is coming. Uh, We see that it affects people who have not yet been vaccinated or who have only had one dose, which means we have to be even faster in the vaccination campaign. Now, um, there is a bit of a scattergun approach happening across the European Union, but the Schengen zone, which is still almost unilaterally in operation, uh, means that you can still travel within Europe. So this is um, quite an interesting bridge to Ford 
or river to ford for the European leaders. Uh, now, whilst this, these additions to the green list are promising, the majority of popular holiday destinations are still firmly on the amber list with some residing on the red list. Um, and this does mean that travellers returning to the UK have to self-isolate for 10 days as well as pay for tests. But this green list is now the longest it has been since the government set up the traffic light system for travel. Um, this is potentially a step in the right direction for the industry. However, uh, one BBC correspondent has noted that this is potentially a shaky one. Now, the reaction from the travel industry has been a bit mixed again. And they're welcoming the expansion of this list, warning it is not enough, however, to help the sector recover from the pandemic, saying that they cannot afford another missed summer. Matthew Fell, who is the policy director of the Confederation of British Industry, um, in terms of the, the UK division, say that the additions to the green list, quote, won't be enough to salvage the summer season for the international travel sector. Uh, and this has been something that has been echoed across the industry. Uh, and whilst it is a cautious step, there will be many concerns within the travel industry saying, well, if we were expecting X number and we're getting half that, a third of that, less than that even, uh, depending on the size of the green list by time of restrictions relaxing, uh, then it just won't be enough to, to cover the losses that were incurred throughout almost all of last year with the essential moratorium on um, holiday flights and the, the losses incurred in the first part of this year. So there's still a heavy burden to be carried by the travel industry. Some are calling on the government to give more subsidies, handouts, uh, loans and grants, etc. to those industries. It doesn't look like that's going to happen. Rishi Sunak is very much uh, keeping a a tight hand on the purse strings in 2021, even not extending the furlough scheme past the 1st of July, despite the government extending the lockdown, or these restrictions at least, until the 19th. So will we see these extra fiscal aids being sent to the travel companies? I think it's at the moment it's unlikely, but if there's enough concerted pressure and lobbying, then um, we may well see that. Now, there have been some additions going in the other direction. So, with the, the green list and the um, the amber list, it is a couple of movers and shakers in other directions. Uh, no one moving from green to amber at the moment, uh, but some moving from uh, amber to red so let's have a quick look through those and just to be clear the red list uh, means that um, you must take a covid test uh, book a quarantine hotel package and complete a passenger locator form before your travel to england and on arrival you must quarantine at your own expense in a managed hotel including two covid tests um, and these are rules to be followed even if you have been vaccinated because the advice is still you should not travel to red list countries or territories. So countries moving from amber to red, the Dominican Republic, Eritrea, Haiti, uh, Mongolia, uh, Tunisia and Uganda. And they will all move at 4am on Wednesday the 30th of June. So those changes, um, some good, 
some bad in terms of travel for those countries, but um, a mixed bag for the travel industry, certainly. Now, just to move on to the, the last story, a quick one before we finish this. Um, in 2020, uh, there were more deaths than births registered in the United Kingdom for the first time since 1976. In total, just over 683,000 births were registered, compared with just shy of 690,000 deaths. And it's only the second time deaths have outnumbered births since the late 1890s. Uh, this is a twofold thing. Uh, birth rates have been steadily falling for the last decade, but the coronavirus epidemic has led to a sharp rise in deaths over last year um and like i said this is the only the second time this has happened this century um so since 1900 it's only happened once in 1976 and then now in 2020 uh, or rather i should say since 1900 because uh, last century uh, was the the 20th century rather than the 19th uh, so a bit of a a, a morbid uh, effect and whilst the number of deaths in the UK has been rising in recent years, partially due to the increasing ageing population, uh, but this is a a thirteen percent rise, a, a staggering jump, uh, which is being attributed to the coronavirus pandemic and is the largest jump in a single year since World War Two. Um, now, this also means that the lockdown had not led to a baby boom, at least the first lockdown. Uh, there were predictions saying that um, being stuck in home with a, uh, a significant other would lead to a sort of a baby boomer generation again. Uh, you never know, we might get to use boomer again. Um, but no, it doesn't look to be the case because birth rates in December to January, so where we'd expect the, the nine months from March, April time to be, uh, are actually down significantly on last year. So it could be that it's had the exact opposite effect. Uh, anyway, that is all I'm going to do for this podcast. Slightly behind on the, the times as I would do for a normal podcast. But again, not quite feeling myself. I thought I'd give this one a go, though. Hope it was all right to listen to. Anyway, if you did enjoy today's podcast, although I know enjoying might be a, a harsh word for or a, a misused word for this particular topic, uh, then please do give us a rating wherever you can on your podcast app. And any feedback is more than appreciated. If you want to leave that feedback on the app or get in touch through one of our social media channels, more than welcome to we'll listen to anything we are given uh if you want to get in touch on instagram the instagram is at politics.unboxed our twitter is at politics u and that's the letter u um and our facebook is politics unboxed you can get in touch via email as well with politics.unboxed at outlook.com being our address and our website is www.politicsunboxedpodcast.wordpress.com thank you very much for listening I hope to see you all around again soon for the next episode of the Politics Unboxed podcast. And until then, goodbye. Mm-hmm.